A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, opposite the temple, and began to talk to his disciples about the end, which is to come. In those days, after the time of suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we come to the end of our reading from the Gospel of Mark. Mark was likely written during the disastrous Jewish revolt against Roman imperial occupation in Palestine around the year 70 of the Common Era. Mark's world was shattered and shaken to its core. The Roman armies vanquished the rebellion and destroyed the Jewish temple, desecrating what for Jews was nothing less than the sacred center of the world. The message of Mark's gospel is thus a message of hope, proclaimed in the midst of catastrophe, grace in the midst of violence and ruin. To really hear it, we have to listen from a position of desolation, chaos, and bewilderment. We have to listen alongside the traumatized soldier, the displaced refugee, the pregnant teenager, the addict and his heartbroken family. This is where Mark lives. These are the depths from which he proclaims his good news. Last week, Jesus was in the temple, sitting opposite the treasury. Now, Jesus is opposite the temple mount, on the Mount of Olives. The prophet Zechariah declared that the last days will begin at the Mount of Olives. Mark's gospel begins with Jesus announcing the dawn of a new era, the kingdom of God has come near. And now, as we near the end of the gospel, on the eve of his journey to the cross, Jesus takes his place on the mountain, long foretold to be where that new day will begin. While we are focused on the temple and contemplating its collapse, Jesus is inviting us to look away and to see something else. 
Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Jesus repeats this very phrase standing before the high priest, who asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And then continued, You will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then, in the scene of the crucifixion, even though it was midday, the whole sky was darkened, the raised Son of Man coming on clouds. And immediately after Jesus breathes his last, that is, hands over his spirit, there begins the process of the angels who seek out the chosen ones from the four winds. For it is a Roman centurion who says, Truly, this man was God's son. When Jesus came to Jerusalem, he saw a fig tree that bore no fruit, and cursing the tree, it withered. The fig tree stands for the temple, which is not life-giving. Now, in this moment of vulnerability, as he moves toward the cross, Jesus points to the fig tree as a sign of new life. Tender buds are appearing, so we know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. In the Passion and Resurrection, Jesus is completing creation, not destroying it. Teilhard de Chardin said that God is continuing creation, not from the past, but from the future. Christ is the omega point, drawing all creation into the God-self. God is doing something new, but we can't see it yet. We're caught in the moment when the trapeze artist has let go of one bar and has not yet grabbed the next bar. Apocalyptic writing captures this sense of both the already, but not yet. As the writer of the book of Daniel announces, many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some shall live forever. What had seemed like the end is a discovery of something we didn't know before. But the wise shall shine brightly like the splendor of the firmament, and those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. In the words of Dante, this world was summoned into existence by the love that moves the sun and other stars. Joni Mitchell declared, We are stardust, billion-year-old carbon. We are golden, and we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. The garden, of course, is Eden, the first paradise of creation. How can we return to a place from which we have been banished? Jesus is taking us back to the garden. The passion begins in a garden, the Garden of Gethsemane on the Mount of Olives. The garden is a place where lovers meet. 
In the Gospel of John, after the resurrection, Mary Magdalene searches for Jesus in the garden. In the midst of violence and love, Jesus enters the garden. Staying centered in the Father's love, instead of being paralyzed by the evil forces of the world, Jesus continues to act. He's going to give his life away in love. Jesus is facing his death. The last enemy to be conquered is death. But Christ conquers death not with death, but with life. As the author of Hebrews writes, When Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God and since then has been waiting until his enemies would be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Jesus is showing us where to stand in the center of the Father's love. In her book, Crossings, Susan Palo Sherwin writes, There is a still point at the center of the cross where all is in harmony, all in balance. It is here at this point where the tensions of the crossings are equal and cannot pull. It's like the wheel of destiny depicted in medieval illuminations. If you place yourself at the rim, you are constantly being pulled down or pushed up. But if you place yourself at the center, at the still point of the turning world, there is calm, there is peace. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away.